0: Join us today as we talk about the away victory at Colchester. We've done a win! And also joining us is Crawfords, the Stevenage SLA. Welcome to Borough Pod. Machino bursting from midfield it's Monsignor. Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. An old tracker, an old tracker, in front
2: of the Stretford Inn.
1: Good weekend, boys. How's it been? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> we We started doing this by a long slot. Yeah,
0: it's our first win, isn't it? <laughs> Genuinely embarrassing that we started this and it went two months without a f***ing win. <laughs> so we, yeah, no. 2-0. 2-0. My, my, uh, I tweeted just be, just before we scored saying uh, saying that uh, oh, we're going to go into half-time. We're not going to change a thing. Colchester are going to make all the adjustments they can, and then they're going to come out firing, and we're going to lose, like we always do. And literally five seconds later,
1: one nil up. <laughs> Your propensity for jinxing, both positively and negatively, is well documented by this point. I don't think I've ever, <laughs> I don't think I've ever done it in our favour before, mate. To be honest. Oh, well, keep doing it. I don't know. It makes me
0: nervous. I don't. I don't want to keep keep doing it. What did you get up to this weekend, Drakkers?
3: <laughs> oh, uh, uh, coached uh, Saturday morning, uh, got, a, got a win against our top of the table rivals, Wheat Hampstead, Makos, we've we done a number on them. Good work. And uh, we were talking, weren't we, in the last episode about how annoying I must be, but uh, yeah, i I I'll let the other guy know that I was mega up for being annoying. Um, <laughs> then... Then uh, a DIY disaster struck whilst trying to watch Stephenie on Saturday. So at half time, I found myself in B&Q trying to work out how to fix a bath. Uh, I was human. <laughs> so I didn't really get to see much of the game. That meant Saturday, uh, yesterday, I was back down B&Q waiting for it to open. I got my mum around. My mum helped me fix my bath.
0: <laughs> Good work.
3: And then last night, I just got... Uh, a bit too drunk after oh, the worst hangover ever today i've got to go and play football tonight to sweat it out
0: i'm i'm in bits my favorite thing right is that when i have a bad hangover like if you if if there's any light whatsoever and anyone talks to me i'll basically go <laughs> and, like, again. you're like i've got the worst hangover ever i'm buzzing i'm gonna go play football yeah come on you're an um, absolute weapon mate put in a good one no, not in a good way. I'm jealous. What a prick. <laughs> what did you get up to, Pat?
1: Not a lot, to be honest. Uh finished the end of the exciting COVID isolation period. Both tested negative this weekend. So he's we just, like, deep cleaning the house, doing a bit of gardening while we finished that off. It's uh, good to be back in the world of, like, everyone else. Although I felt <laughs> like I was, like, ten minutes in the office earlier on and then was like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah.
0: Ready to go off from COVID
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I don't, mate. Flower watch
3: is going on in a minute now. I bet you're all over that. And you have hashtag flower watch or something. What is it called that's going on?
1: Yeah,
3: I keep my eye on nature wherever it is, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> that is nature. Our second guest then joining us on the podcast today is uh, me old mucker, my mate, Cole Rutherford, our football our uh, club football slow. Um, I've known Cole for about 20 years and he's a top, top guy. And when I found out he'd applied for the role down, I thought, well, we're all going to be in safe hands. And to be honest with you, I, f- I think everyone will probably agree with me because he's been absolutely instrumental in, in getting a lot of things done at the club. So no, it's great. Welcome, Cole. Hello, mate.
2: Cheers, pal. How are you? You all right?
3: No, I'm over. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: had
3: two Yeah, I'm it aint going.
2: I had a couple of large glasses of wine, glass of red yesterday, watching the the Liverpool game. Oh, what a game. Um, yeah, I was struggling a bit after that, I must admit. <laughs> So, it's my father-in-law and continental measures, I tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's all good though, all good, but buzzing from Saturday still, which oh, was mate. lovely. So, um, come
3: on, tell us about your, your uh, past few months then, because you took over the role this season, didn't
2: you? Yeah, pre-season. Um, Matt um, immigrated to Canada, so yeah, I took over. Um
3: Did you run him out of town?
2: I ran him right out of town, all the way to Gatwick. <laughs> um, oh, no, that, was, he was, that was nice of you to be fair yeah. Do you know what, he's a good lad He gave me a, a good bit of handover And um, yeah Hit the ground running really Obviously we were back in the ground um, It was a bit of a baptism of fire Because of all the COVID restrictions That we've had to deal with um, You know, to get games back on um, I'll say we um, I didn't have a lot to do with that But I learnt a lot from it But um, and, and why the restrictions are in place and stuff like that. So it's been a, but I did look at this, this season being like an observation season for me to see what was going on. But it's been a lot more involved than that because of certain bits and pieces. So, uh, but you know what? I love it. I really enjoy it. It's, it's been a real, real eye opener. Um, this position it is a voluntary role. Um, I've got a normal, normal job. Um, but, I yeah, it's been a real item The football operation, the rules and regulations why certain things are done and stuff like that. It's um yeah. But there's still a lot of work to do. Um I'm, and this is gonna be my plan from pre season to get to get more stuff done, more interaction. And I know that's easy to say, but it's a bit of a goal for me because I think we've lost it over the last four or five years. Um I've I've supported this club for I don't know 20 odd years, and obviously I've seen all the changes i've seen obviously the the good times um it was off the back of uh, Newcastle the first time and I started coming so we had all of that going on with the I was on the tail end of the Clough era Cloughy era um and then we had the the Wayne Turner and everything like that um we might as well have just been called Luton and reserves at that time <laughs> <laughs> um but then GW came in and and that whole roller coaster that we had over the the next four or five years with him, um, which was probably yes yeah, our most successful period, and it got us up into the league. So yeah, I've seen the ups and downs, but we had it great when Graham was there. I always refer to him as Marmite. You either love him or hate him. Um, but you know he he got us into the league. He got us, you know, got us as a. As a team, and I was even saying yesterday to um, uh, Saturday, sorry, to uh, Dominic, how we weren't we didn't have the best individuals in that squad, but we had a proper team, and I think it's something that we've lacked. We've probably had better individuals since we won and got up into the league, some better individuals, but we haven't had that team thing, and I think that's with that we we got it just right being the being the club that we are community club and everything like that but we lost a lot of other stuff you know we could all argue whether it's when um teddy got appointed or when certain players have got um signs um and we've lost other players that we thought we should have kept you know but we are where we are and we can look back at it for and moan about it for as long as we want, but I for me, I just want to move forward with it now. I think we've got a a good opportunity. Um, Steve Evans um, really rate the guy. I've had the opportunity to um, speak to him um, properly on Saturday after the game. Obviously, he's buzzing, but do you know what? I found him so interesting, and I wasn't I wasn't jumping over hoops and ecstatic when he got appointed. Um, Because I thought it was too late. It wasn't because of him himself. It was because I thought it was too late down the season. But having seen some of his interviews, um, seeing his passion on the pitch, which I'm sure you all saw on Saturday, you know, 80 minutes. The game's won, 80 minutes, and he's still screaming at the players to do their job and stuff like that. And I love that. Um, And then, yeah, speaking to him after the game for 10 minutes and... That passion was there and I, I think I put it on a tweet yesterday that through speaking to him, it wasn't about him wanting to bolster his CV of he saved the club from relegation. It was all about him wanting to do the best for the club. He gets the community thing, he gets that we're a small club and I, I think he's spot on and no matter what happens to us this season, I would love him to stay at the club because I think he's the closest we've had to Graham Wesley since Wesley left personally for his attitude and everything else like that um, and his outlook and, and just getting us as a club. Um, so, yeah, it's not all doom and gloom at the minute. I think we're we're still in a position. Um, I was one of those daft optimists on last Saturday when we lost to Oldham that I didn't, I wasn't going to say, no, that's it, we're relegated. And this is me as a fan, not as an SLO. This is me as a, as a fan. Um, I think... Yeah, he's still and Saturday proved it. It's not all over. By a long stretch. Nah, no. Personally I think we're gonna stay up. We've still got a lot of work to do. But so yeah, and I get the pleasure of spending time with Jay every Saturday as well, which is just Lucky guy. Even though he's he's changed since he's cut his barnet, but he's just changing always. Drink more. But we won't go on to that. <laughs> It's probably the length of when I first met you, Jay. To be honest, it was that length when I first when we first started yeah. down at the um, yeah leisure centre together. Definitely. Is it so. uh, is it going long again,
0: Joe, or is that it now? No,
3: okay, it'll, it'll come back. It just naturally grows, mate. No magic formula. It's just it's just going to be all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I understand the f-ing, uh, biology, mate. I was just wondering whether you're going to let it happen. <laughs> I don't know, really.
3: Yeah, I haven't really thought
0: about it. I Haven't thought about it. car uh, Carl, um, do you get much hassle or fans like via email and that? Because I've, I've emailed, you, <laughs> I've emailed you a couple of times, and I tried to be like nice and polite, like. But it's, it's, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Like, do you, we know that doesn't come naturally. No. So you <laughs> do, you,
1: do, you, do
0: you get do you get much grief off for of people? I bet our like,
2: summer. I bet yeah. like, we we've got some proper ones as fans, haven't we? <laughs> uh, yeah we've got some, we've got some great supporters there's some that are um, there's some that are a challenge um, but I'm, I think i'm I'm older I'm, I think I can normally gauge what's genuine, what's just there for moaning's for moaning's sake um, and and I just deal with them on their own merit you know I get probably yeah you get weekly you'll get a moan about something. And a lot of it is justified, and that's where I can then go to the club and say, look, we've got this, we've got that. I think we need to do this, or can we do this? Um, some, I can tell you, I've, there's an SLO email account, obviously, and every, I'd say, two or three days, I either get an email from someone wanting autograph requests or wanting merchandise. Um, and the brilliant one I had a few weeks ago, I had one from a lad who was – 13 years old, apparently, on this thing. He sent me I'm a big fan of Stevenage. I live up north, but I love Stevenage. Follow him all the time, blah, 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 blah. Literally, a minute later, I get an email from the same lad saying, I'm a massive Coventry fan. Can you send me some merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> so, you do, you do wise up to it. A bit. So, they got filed. Um, but, um, yeah, you do... That's what my job's all about, I guess, is to try and help out. We're not going to change the world on stuff, but try and help out and try and be that link, you know. And I've said to the club, we need to do more um, just communicating out stuff um, and being a bit more transparent, I think. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's some of the problems where we failed, you know, the reasons why we have to do things, whether it's bottle tops, whether it's the red zone that's only just been released, you know,
0: yeah.
2: there's there's certain reasons why we have to do things um, and it's just getting people trying, if people know that and they understand it
0: yeah,
2: then people are a lot easier
0: yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely oh. what,
2: what's the weirdest,
0: like the proper weird request you've had, the weirdest thing someone's like <laughs> <laughs> um, well,
3: why
0: don't you tell us Pat you emailed it in <laughs> <laughs> Pat's Pat asking Pat for uh, our boxes around the ground, didn't he
1: I haven't spoken to the SLO since um, just after the North Stand was done. I came out of the ground one, like, dark February evening. My dad had come to the game, and he's less steady on his feet than he used to be, kind of early 70s. And he nearly stacked it because the pavement down there was rough as boots. And it would have been rough as boots for ages because the contracts just buggered off and left it knackered. Now, that's since been smoothed out and tidied up, so someone got round to sorting that which is good. And it's nice to have a mechanism into the club to uh, direct that sort of, you know, concern. Pat was fucking fuming.
0: <laughs> that is the most Pat
1: request I think I can imagine as well.
0: No, nothing about the club, just can you fix the pavement? Beautiful. <laughs>
2: Um, I did have one um, not long ago from a supporter that, that I've got to know over the last year um, top lad really nice lad um, he asked me if um, Gary Neville was going to be at the Salford game last game of the season because he wants to bring his brother's Man United shirt to get signed <laughs> please it's, um, you know I'll try I'll try and do anything and, and you know buffer stretch isn't it <laughs> yeah have you, not,
3: have you not sorted that out then
2: Oh, yeah, it's sorted. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's sorted. He's, he ain't coming in, is he? He's going to turn up and he's going to be turned away right at the door. We'll have words on Saturday. So, um, yeah. he's. Um, but do you know what? You try and do what you can. Um, we've got a great DSLO as well. Um, yeah. Alex, is, um, she's great. She's come in probably just after the season started. And she's done a lot of good work there with the um, – like like Lonsdale School and a couple of the others, um, to get some of their pupils in, students. Um, and she's, she's done a lot of work in that the wheelchair area to the left side of the north. Um, so between us, we try and do whatever we can, but there are reasons why you can't do some things. Yeah. Um, I've been bigging up um, our beloved David Valentin um, to the club as well this week. Um, Can you imagine if, yeah, get him over? Yeah. um, Bill
0: needs to put his hand in his pocket and get him over. uh, Certainly,
2: uh, obviously, I I can't can't say too much, but certainly when he comes over, I've said we need to treat him like a king because that that guy is absolute gold. (laughs) We should should give him Jay's job. Give him Jay's job for the day. day, I'd give it for life. (laughs) (laughs) He could be remote PA announcer. Tricks. That'd be great, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> we absolutely, <laughs> we absolutely should give him Jay's dog job for the day. that would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you he should be stood in front of the away and winding them up all, all the way, <laughs> all the way up to the first half? Um, we were talking last week about uh, like obviously like Jay, Jay was saying saying about like the red zone being open and like him being him being let off his leash somewhat and being able to yep. go and do stuff. And one of the things I said that was really pissed last week was like the Barabuska thing because there was just no one stood there watching her. Yeah, can you get onto the club and see if we can get them in the ground? That that was, well, yeah, we can sort it.
3: Of course I have.
0: Have you, mate? Yeah, there you go. Dude. Yeah. So, okay. I did. I didn't doubt you for a minute, but I, your I didn't doubt your ability to, for a minute, but I was wondering, is he going to bother? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. He's a busy guy, Joe. I can't imagine he's going to bother with that.
3: Email straight in. Being moved this weekend. They're gonna, we're going to stick the guy this week next to the kids' zone. We're in the East Terrace instead as a trial. And it was
0: Cool. That's yeah, great, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense putting them yeah, putting them putting them in the ground somewhere. Cool. Yeah. All right. Do you know well, what I did? I went.
2: For but that's outside of the ground day. still, Jay, isn't it? Hey, that's outside of the ground still. Outside of the east terrace.
3: Yeah, east terrace. Yeah. 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 I walked past. Um, I walked past the, the ground most days when I take my dog out for a walk. Um, and the other day I went past. You know, Tony he was the maintenance man.
1: Yeah.
3: He was a. Uh, he was stick, He was putting the bricks up on the uh, memorial brick thing. Didn't realise people still bought them. Oh, brilliant. It was lovely. It was yeah. Watching him use his high-tech no and <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant. That's, yeah. like, that's absolutely super. I wanted to take a picture for him, but he won't have it, none of it. <laughs>
2: well, I think it's one of those things, one, something I've been dealing with recently is um, a supporter whose dad passed away um, not that long ago. He wanted to get a little plaque on the... Um, on a perimeter fence, like we, you know, we got a few on there, and I want to try and do more of that, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. That say, so, you know, there isn't there is restrictions on what you can do, size, you know, and stuff like that. But people need to, if people want to do it, there's no reason why we can't, you know. It's, so we're we're working on that at the moment to get one up for this lad. Nice. So nice. I hope we get that sorted. Yeah. All
0: right, Patrick. Let's, do, let's let's have a little little round up of all the results for the clubs that are around us don't care about what's going on up on the, at the top of the league he cares unless unless Forest green are bottling it and we'll we'll relish on that <laughs> but otherwise uh what's what's going on in the league
1: pat all right so you want to cover everyone else before we talk about our victory right? yeah um scunthorpe were demolished 4-0 by Mansfield to languish bottom 13 points from safety 5 games to go so they're almost dead and buried, one more nail to go in the coffin to finish that off, I think. Good news and bad news there, the fact that Mansfield look in great form is not brilliant news, since they're a game in hand, but you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Oldham lost to Port Vale 3-2, agonising loss, they came from behind to equalise twice, so for us I think that's delicious because it really takes the wind out of your sails when you keep clawing your way back into a game and come away with nothing after all your hard work, that bodes really well. They're on 37 points, goal difference of minus 22, just ahead of us. Barrow lost one nil to Crawley, takes them to four losses in a row. They're also on 37 points with a goal difference of minus 14, so just ahead of Oldham, just ahead of us, but in trouble, bang in trouble, and that bodes well as well. And then there's a quartet of teams on 47 points who are probably just about out of reach, but include um, Carlisle, Walsall, Harrogate and Rochdale, and I missed out Colchester, we beat them 45 points, because we're going to talk about that very shortly.
0: Yeah, so the good the good news about the, uh, the both, well, both the Oldham and Barrow results, is that they've got harder run-ins than us, we've spoken about it a few times, they've got a hard, more difficult run-ins than us, so with the, um, with their, uh, with that goal difference, you, that's basically a point over us, isn't it? at the end of the day, that's a point they've got over us, but, in the running, I've I, I could fancy us overhauling uh the the goal difference to Oldham because I, I think they were minus twenty two and we're minus twenty four so there's not much not much in it there so we can do that but I I really I think Barrow are absolutely done. They're playing some of the like I watch the high like I keep watch the first highlights
1: I watch every Monday at the moment is Barrow just because I want to laugh. And uh, yeah, they we say they've had four wins in a row. Shocking. Four, four, four losses in a row. The win was against Scunthorpe. So yeah, it doesn't even count for quite as much as you'd it, expect it, it to. We both have a game in hand over Oldham as well, which could make a big difference. It could, yeah. Neither of us are going to win that one, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> what, seriously, watch the
0: Barrow highlights if you, if you want to feel better about our chances. They were properly pony this week, it was unbelievable. And Phil Brown's talking about how he wants them get, get wants to get them playing football the right way and that they are playing football the right way. He could be more deluded if he tried. It's brilliant.
2: They're certainly the team well. that we need to that that we need to worry about more than Oldham for me. Said it for a few weeks. If it's between us and Barrow, I think. Yeah, you know, they're the ones that we need to look at. Saying that, though, I looked on the um, Colchester forum. I look on the other fans' forums quite a bit, and Colchester forum, they were they were scathing about their performance on Saturday, and a lot of them are saying they're still not completely safe. That there's, I, there's I a I've lot looked at them points. running,
0: but there's a lot of points between them and the rest of us, though. Like, if, I mean, it's like it's it's almost like a quarter, well, not quite a quarter, but like it's like a fifth of our total points for the season up back up to that sort of. That's what sort of they're, yeah, they're. eight points in six com- games seems they're, like they're, a strange, right? I'd say they're comfortably away of relegation. They might off. They might only finish a few points above it if they carry on playing like that. But I think they're. I think they're safe. I think it's literally Oldham, Stevenage, or Barrow. I no one else around us has got to worry. They're, they're they're all above forty points, and I question whether any any of us three are going to get uh, going to make the forty point mark or higher.
2: That that was my worry on Saturday though because I agreed that. Um, they, Colchester was safe. Um, and that's why I was worried because they've got no pressure now. Nothing to play for. No worries. They can just go yeah, out and play.
0: Yeah, but their heads are already on the play, isn't that? Yeah. 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 And that, that's, yeah. That, and that's, that's, uh, we've got a lot of teams that are going to be like that in the next. I mean, Scunthorpe are going to be relegated by the time we play on Monday, aren't they? they they're going to lose this yeah. weekend. And after we beat Rochdale, it's curtains for them. Yeah. Um,
1: Bear in mind, this is League Two football. The head's probably on the mega bus, but it's the
0: same thing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah too, too, too fair. You're right. I once got on a plane with Sean Dyke from—he's um, the uh, Bernie manager from Luton—going to um, Portugal, and I was like, "What is he slamming it with us for?" And he didn't even—they didn't even have the—you uh, know—the extra leg room. He was in a normal seat. I was in the extra leg room. I was like, "You missing a trick, here, Sean." He was like, "I oh, know." <laughs> <laughs> all I said to him the entire time. Great, um, but yeah, so Colchester. Colchester, so I was a bit worried about this one because we always get with, with. I think we won, we scored six down there like about seven or eight years ago, and ever since, every time we go, we get pounded. <laughs> and I think that I think we put six past them down there once, and in the very next two or three games, they did two, they did five, six goals. It always seems to be a big, big win for them at their place um so i was really concerned um, and watching it i was i thought we continued the work we did in the game against oldham really well you could see this, this there was the same same kind of game plan but it just looked like a team that uh, we we just looked like a team that we had an idea of how we wanted to play and we were going to try and do it admittedly my uh, my my stream was shocking kept cut, <laughs> cutting in and out buffering constantly so i only actually saw about 5 minutes of full football without any breaks so i could me i could have missed loads and i definitely feel like looking at the stats i missed a lot because uh colchester had 60% possession to our uh, 40 uh, our pass success rate was 62% which again ain't ain't anything to write aim about is it um, we won the aerial duel, the aerial battle, um, we had more corners and we had more shots on target, despite the fact that we had less shots, which that's a metric that we usually lose by a fair whack in it. We usually have 90, 19, 19 shots and one on target, but we, uh, we have 13 shots and six on target. So we're almost at 50%, which I feel like is a vast improvement.
1: I love how much you care about pass, per, per, passing success percentage.
0: It's literally the <laughs> game, Patrick. It is the My game, God. isn't it? If you can't, well, you, string...
1: you can have a hundred percent pass success rate. Passing three yards to your right to your mate and putting <laughs> him in bang in trouble well, It doesn't help your team. But
0: if you can't string two passes together, you're never going to win a football match unless your goalkeeper oh, can, unless you can. Unless your goalkeeper <laughs> can bang them in from eighty-seven yards. It just <laughs> don't happen, Pat. You have to be able to retain position. You have to be able do to pass own, the we? ball. If you, yeah, we do. If you can't do it, if you can't do it, you're not going to be a good football team. It's, just, it's I don't care if you're, oh, if you're positive, yeah, f*** off. Yeah, if you can't play football by passing the ball, you ain't going to be good at it for very long. You ain't, You might have a little, you might, you know, Wimbledon's your eighties Wimbledon's teams where they just bang it along and hope that some big c- front knocks it in that's a rarity right that's a rarity it don't happen very often it's not a way it's not the right way to play the game in my eyes there is a way you play the game you get it on the deck and you pass the ball we are not good at it and it has to improve i'm not going to i'm not going to be i'm not going to be knocked back on this one you can't pass the ball successfully to your mate you are not going to be a good footballer you're not going to be a good football team yeah. F- it, Patrick. i was well, I was well happy i wasn't going to have a rant on this this Show and you just put me right down
1: in it. <laughs> You're always on that soapbox, mate. Someone else we? fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, however much of a percentage of possession Colchester had, they didn't threaten us that much from uh, the commentary I was following. And it was nice to hear Stephen Dean sounding happy again. You know, infused by our performance and what they were seeing out there. And that's kind of what I try to go by the the tone of the tone of that and the tone of. Us creating chances and conceding chances and the kind of balance of enthusiasm with the play?
2: I think the first, first 10 15 minutes we were we looked nervous, really, really nervous. Um, and it was the passing was out, you know, it was literally going to a Col U player. Um, and our first touch as well first touch, it was five six times normal passes and it was. They were putting their touch, and it was going like six foot away from them, and and that's not that's not normal. But I did I did put that down to nerves, and then we settled into the game a bit more and got got more possession, and I think that made a difference. Really, As we grew, we definitely grew into it. But yeah, first fifteen we didn't we didn't look like it at all. Did um, and I got a bit worried. Do
3: you think it was right that Christy Pym one uh, uh, got in team of the week?
2: Not for me. He didn't have enough to do. I don't remember. I I saw it and I was looking, thinking, I'm trying to think of, like, two or three worldy saves that he made that were game changers.
0: Yeah.
2: He he made five
0: saves, uh, claimed the aerial ball once, uh, and Patrick, his pass success rate was 38%.
1: He's a goalkeeper.
0: His pass is the most (laughs) important, other than the assist... His pass is the most important because if it goes awry, you've lost possession before you've even had it.
1: Pass success rate for Pim should be. Did Norris head it onto the list? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, but no, he he, had, he made five saves. Um, they hit the post twice as well. So yeah, we 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 skirted we skirted the uh, the we along the not winning that game, didn't we?
1: Well, I... Um... Plenty of that was at 2-0 down when they were desperately throwing stuff at us in the last quarter of the game. It didn't didn't feel like we were pressured at the important moments. I
0: didn't feel watching that that they... Because you're right, they were. They were really going at it. But I didn't feel like they had much... They created much and were were that dangerous. If I look at the last 15... Well, the last 20 minutes of play, right? Uh, (laughs) 62% possession. They had six shots in that last... 20 minutes which resulted in two two saves and they hit the pace once there so, yeah, I obviously was far more relaxed than I should have been but I, I don't feel like they I don't feel like they really threatened at all all that much throughout the game particularly in that last 20 I thought I thought we looked really comfortable but, you know 2 little up and an extra defender on the pitch because Nod has got sent off uh going to make you feel pretty uh pretty happy isn't it that's that card is f- awful in it like what an idiot.
3: Yeah, I spoke to him Saturday night, Game He was fuming. He was absolutely fuming. He's, he was gutted. And knows it weren't the right thing. So he knew it straight away, didn't he? He just turned up just got up off of the tackle and walked off, didn't he, really?
2: It does put But he'd had a, up until that point, he'd had another top game. His work rate was similar to the last two games, you know? It was absolutely superb. I think his
0: work rate is always really good. Um yeah. I feel I feel like I feel like since since Liss went out with the injury, he like really stepped up. I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he had a honestly. From what I saw, I don't think he had a single good game up until that point. He might have had like all right games where he nicked a goal here and there, but I didn't think he played particularly well up until that point. But ever since Liss went out injured and he was our sole man up top, I thought he played. I thought he played really well and he carried that on. He's carried that on all the way through Tisdale's. Uh, Shocker, isn't he? Um, and at times, he's the only player that's been able to leave that pitch with
1: their head held high. Mm. Um, we, we said when he took his head injury the other week that there's probably not a player we could... Um, to lose. more, It would yeah. be more difficult for us to replace, so that goes well for Friday. Although, you know, Reid was back in the starting line Yeah, he, looks, he looked, he looked old, lively, really. didn't he? He always puts it about. It's the end product that's the question.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he, tried, he almost nicked Taylor's goal, didn't he? Although... No, it had already gone in when he made contact with it. So,
1: <laughs> as he said on comms, doesn't matter who this who scores, doesn't matter how they score when you're in this position. Just bundle it in. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, he had the shot that cannon back off the post for. Uh, well, I think it came off the post. Him been a save that. Uh, when then went to Taylor for him to. It did, It absolutely took a deflection, but love the keeper. Right. Yeah. It was a freak goal, but it's the sort of thing you need, right? Yeah. And, and then to to survive.
1: And let's be fair, we were due a bit of rub the green oh, after the Oldham so game, where they played a lot better. So
0: many. We were <laughs> so much better than Oldham. I was I was on the Oldham forums, and they were like, yeah, we really dominated that game. I'm like, what football match were you watching? You were absolute dog shit. You scored a goal and then sat in defence for 90 minutes. Absolute shockers. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to have to come down and swear, man. I'm already fed up that I've got a bleep like 18, times. Um, <laughs> I know it's a bit of a tough ask, uh, considering considering you listen to it on the wireless, but what was your favourite part of the game, Pat? What was your favourite thing in the game?
1: The bit where we took the lead for the first time in months (laughs) was pretty good. No, I think um, we talked about it in previous weeks. We've been a bit nice, and we're starting to see the Steve Evans effect of not being nice and being a lot more gritty and getting stuck in a bit more. So it was good to hear a lot more... um, Challenging for loose balls, and you know, all right, you're picking away cards and free kicks, but you need to do that to be able to generate the um, the competitiveness in the games, which has been lacking.
2: For for me, I totally agree with that. And there was an incident um, or a situation—I can't remember what part of the game it was—and it was first half actually. And Listy went through one of their lads like an absolute train, just on the halfway line, or just past the halfway line. Oh, that was lovely, and I. I Turned to the guy I was sitting with and I said, "That's what we need. That's what we want. It's good to see a bit of a, bit a of bit more. fight go. Yeah, it's and it was. It was a superb tackle. It wasn't a foul. It was just a good, hard. The lad was running around like I've seen a, from platoon, but it was absolutely. I thought it was spot on. It's the, it's the, it's the sort of tackle that if you're winning against your player, you're going to be sitting there going, "Ref,
0: f- come on!" But you see your player make it, you're like, "Love it."
2: And if it was Bozzy, then it's like, yeah, all right. That's what Bozzy does. But the fact it was Listy doing it yeah. made it even more impressive.
0: Bozzy had a, I think Bozzy had a better game this week than he did. He has for a while, didn't
2: he? Yeah, much better game. Just doing that. Nothing flashed, just yeah. tidying up in oh, front yeah, of the back exactly
0: four. Exactly that. Tidying up, putting tackles in, uh, getting the getting the ball clear. Yeah, I, I I thought he had a much, much better performance than he's...
2: I don't like his bicycle kicks though, his bicycle <laughs> kick clearances he does. They're scaring me. One of them's gonna one, one of them's gonna bury, go, go straight
0: in over Pim's head one of these days, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it
2: won't stop him. And I think special mention as well, I know you've sort of you said about Jay you know, said about Christy Pim getting his team of the week. I'm, similarly the comet player ratings came out today. And Scotty gets he gets the lowest out of our defensive players. He got a six, and I struggle to understand. that. that, that. That's insane. You know,
0: I don't think he lost a. I don't think he got beaten in the air once all game. I don't think he made any tackles either, though.
2: I don't. I don't remember him losing possession. I don't. But he's he's marshalling that defence that kept a clean sheet. Yeah. You know, granted the others had a. You know, Luther. It was his best game for a long time for me. On Saturday, done his job, and I'm, I am critical of Luther usually, um, with his positioning and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I thought Luther was superb. I don't, uh,
0: I, I thought Luther was fine, but I don't think, I don't think Kenlock or Judge down there left flank really offered, offered or gave gave him any problems. I don't think any any they had no threat down that left wing whatsoever. I think he had a really quiet day. Koko, on the other hand, I thought Koko was superb. Traicker had a great game. Literally all the way through that game, he was brilliant. 75% pass per success rate, Pat. Um, plenty, plenty of accurate passing. Late, wasn't, didn't put us into trouble, which he can do on a on the regular. Won the ball in the air quite a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was really good, really good performance.
1: Uh... I feel sorry for Luther though, because. He gets absolutely pilloried when he has two men to deal with and no support. And then when he does well, it's, oh, yeah, because their wingers were rubbish. I mean, so gen- you know,
0: genuinely, their wingers were shite, though. Their, their wingers were absolute shite. Well, certainly certainly down that side, they didn't offer anything all game.
2: That judge lad, he was absolutely all over the park. Couldn't tell what position he was playing. <laughs> yeah. He did, he um, maybe well, that helped, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. He looked. Lost-
1: Sounds like he'd suit
0: us and we've had a lot of that this season. Yeah. They're um they lads on commentary. Um I thought I saw were, your tweet. well they, yeah, I, yeah. I thought they were very fair throughout yeah. the entire because it, it's like it's rare that you have to get subjected to a home commentary and you're like, Jesus Christ, these clowns are biased. Like, I can't remember the last time I listened to away an away commentary and they weren't idiots, right? But they were really, really fair. They were saying I think it's you know, the run of the game's pretty fair. They said Stevenage deserve it. Colchester are yeah. no, no not of the races. They don't deserve anything from, from the game. But this clown kept calling Arthur Reed, Reed Jonathan Reed. And like he made a point, the youngster Jonathan Reed, oh he's gonna be a great player. It's like you don't even know who he is, lads. What are you on about? It was it was pretty poor. I tweeted him several times, being like sorting that, and in, <laughs> and and in, in, in the end they took it. Like, he didn't say much second half, and it was some other bloke talking about <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> let, me go back, let me go back to League Two. Let's see, we've got Rochdale coming up. We've got Rochdale. So Rochdale uh, won two of the last six, having lost three and drawn one. They won one nil at home against Walsall. They got pumped by a uh, Orient. And then a couple of one 0 defeats to Mansfield and Crawley, before beating Carlisle. Um, so they're on a they're on a little bit of a a little bit of a run, having changed things around a little bit. Um,
1: Rochdale are 16th on 47 points, level on points with Walsall, but better off on goal difference. There we go. Cheers. So not stunning. Ten points clear of us. Not completely abject either. Yeah, they're
0: ten points clear of us. Um, Rochdale are a weird one, aren't they? Because you don't you don't you don't expect you don't often expect teams to that have come down to be right down the bottom of the league, do you? And they've really struggled this year. Did they come down last year or the year before? Last year, I think. Mm. Yeah, well, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they they uh they were in league one the year before. Um, yeah. So you don't often expect them to to uh to struggle so much. But Scunthorpe done a, done similarly poorly, haven't they? Well, I mean, not similarly poorly, much much worse. Um. <laughs> They've been down for Danny for a couple of years. though. Eh? Swindon as well. Swindon, Swindon suck. Uh, they're proper mid-table. But uh, yeah, I, I I sort of expect a rough, a bit of a tough game on Friday.
3: I don't. I think the last two games you've seen, you've seen a. Although we, you know he's not be able to work any magic and bring players in because you can't. I just yeah. think you see a different team. I think we spoke last last week. You know the old game. We should have probably come away with a three-one win. For some of those mm-hmm. goals, and it's all been slim margins. We'd have won that. Yeah, We'd yeah. have won this weekend. I think Saturday we look like a competent football team. I, I like a mid-table competent team. I I don't know where it's come from, but I don't know what they're doing. It, it, whatever they're doing is working. I seriously don't think we're going to have an issue for the rest of the season. I think you know we'll struggle with one or two games, but I really do think we'll be away quicker than what you think.
0: Oh yeah, I, I I think it's just my typical pessimism, Jay, To be honest, I think it's yeah. just it's my default position. I, I I just expect us to be wank, mainly because I'm there. <laughs> Jade, generally, like I I think he must have been. He started. He certainly started in League One, but it must have continued into League Two. I went. I went on a run, three years on the spin, where because I was working Saturdays. I only got to go about go to four or five games a year. I didn't see us win a game for four years. (laughs) Seriously, I didn't see us win a game for a long fucking time, and that was that was less bleak than the last two years have been. Last three years have been. Last year wasn't so bad, but the year before was fucking awful. I shouldn't (laughs) have said I shouldn't have said that that when the SLOs about should I? Jesus worked.
2: So does that mean if you come on Friday and we lose, then we'll just get you banned for the last two go-home games of the season? I don't do anything wrong <laughs> in the ground, but I'm such a knobhead. <laughs>
0: I'll like, oh, proper, like,
2: proper give... I don't, know, I, can't, I
0: don't know who it is that does the admin these days, but I try to leave him alone. <laughs> like, I, used give, I, I used to give poor old Dan a proper stick.
2: <laughs> He's poshing it up at Cambridge now, isn't he? So...
0: He is, yeah. So he deserves everything he gets. Yeah, um, yeah no, I... I, I really want to be more positive, and I'll certainly be more positive Saturday afternoon when I've booked my bloody hotel for Car- Carlisle away.
3: Well, exactly. What is all that about? I'm already
0: regretting it, mainly because Dean, who's supposed to be coming with me, was like, oh, I'll see how we do over the next couple of games. Oh don't you dare. Don't you dare. That's a twin room. I'm expecting you to come and pay half of it, mate. But not you <laughs> dare. So, Pat, there might be, a, might be a room going if you fancy an overnight trip to
1: Carlisle. Do you know what? I'll try and wangle it. Now I know I'm no, no, um, healthy and everything. Yeah.
0: Sweet. There's certainly space in the car. Because like, right, I ain't getting the train. Everyone's always like, why don't you get the train? Just assuming that I want to get absolutely sh*t faced I'm like, why would I get, why would I pay like, hundred and, whatever it is, 110, 120 quid for a return to bastard Carlisle when I can just go straight up the A1 and over the Pennines, you're there. It's the most simple, it might be long, but it's the most simple drive in the world. Mental. Can you
3: can you imagine though if it actually does boil down to the last game, Salford at home?
0: Oh mate, yeah, no, because because we'll get absolutely pumped on that one, won't we?
3: Because we, uh, re- re- regardless of how we do, we- we're all, also open that the teams around us don't do great. If that yeah. makes sense for us yeah. to get even out of there. So, oh, I just uh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's out right now. It's out of our hands. Yeah, right now it's out of our hands. We have to do better than the other teams. That's the, that's all it is. We have to rely on other teams being worse than we are. Which on the on the scale of things, I know we're below Bar- Barrow and Oldham, but right now I don't feel like we're worse than either of them two. No. But oh god, what a day that could! I'm I'm hoping I'm really hoping Carlisle's the day day that seals it. To be honest, because <laughs> 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 I'm because I'm staying that evening, I'll get royally twice. I don't think I've done an away day all year, all season. So I'm proper, proper high for that. I've been saying all season now. I'm not going to go to that one because I'm going to go Carlisle. Fully expecting me not to want to go. <laughs> 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 but the blood got to me at Saturday evening, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do it." <laughs> uh, nonsense, nonsense, mate. Well, none of you pricks are talking much. So uh, should we wrap it up?
1: We should uh, <laughs> wish Darius Charles well, who retired. Just before we came on air. Oh, did he? And um, I guess he'll still be doing managerial stuff at Wimbledon because he had a bit of a spell of uh, yeah. caretaker manager. Well, I say a spell, it's like a day, but <laughs> still, yeah. And uh, David Artel got sacked at crew, which is not really anyone's surprise given they're even more dead in the water than Scum oh, Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they've already gone down, haven't they? They were red confirmed this weekend. They were stunning that year they went up. Well, they? They came to us and won 5 1. Oh, absolutely ripped ripped us to shreds that game I I don't think I've ever seen a game where there were like so many carbon copy goals their first three goals which were scored in the first half um, were played the ball was played down the wing they they just overloaded us put the ball in blad at the back post and nods it in or taps it in just three identical goals and dreadful absolutely dreadful that game I, I think I think that was when I think that might have been my little girl's first
1: game. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, well, some new words that way that day
0: there. Uh no, I proper proper behave at the football when my little girls are around. Okay. I, I I think I said to you, Carl on Twitter that I was going to pro- I I I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be uh, singing because I'd be giving the lion too much yeah, I you're like, you you're like ignore him. It'll be fine. It weren't fine. He was a proper mug. Yeah, <laughs> I tried really hard for four minutes and then let them
2: have it I'll tell you what talking about the singing and you know we've had the thing over the last couple of years about the god awful Ben Kennedy chant and some of the other cack and I had to deal with a situation with um, the lute and chanting um oh, we hate blah blah I hate the lute and our boys are born and bred um there was concerns with that chant, but you know there was one on Saturday. Um, it's the old one of how is you be? We're winning away, or even I think it went to we're winning a game as well at some point. And then two minutes after we started up, we the lads in the away and started up the Dale Cavazzi again. And you know what? For me, that that's the best days when that's going, and even more so at home the Broad Hallway, when that starts up at the East Terrace and everyone takes over, and it's the only chant where everyone will get involved in. The North Stand gets involved. You know, the Main Stand gets involved. And it just makes such a difference to me. It's so damn catchy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I'd much prefer that than talking about Ben Kennedy's bits and and all that malarkey and... Let's—that's my whole thing now, and I've said it a few times on Twitter, and it's easy for me to say it. But let's just get behind the lads at the end of the season. Let's give them that bit of extra support. I know they loved it on Saturday—the amount of support we got and all we gave. Yeah,
0: it's proper different. Uh, sat like a Saturday at home to a Saturday away day, isn't it? Though? Like because you've got you've got a lot. We we're, we're not a like We're not a We're not a big club. We're not even a. We're not a massive club. We're not even a big club, right? We're a small club. Uh, half of our fans support other teams, right? We can't. There's no, getting, there's no getting around it. There's no getting away from it. A lot of our fans are, ca- are pretty casual, so it's it, it's always going to be the case where a lot of them just can't be asked. They want to sing. Oh, can't be asked. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll have a sing song today if I can be bothered, and then I'm too busy whinging about the uh, Lion or just fed up with football to to get to get behind them because because football sh- don't inspire it just doesn't inspire your fans to get behind you because if you can't be if you, you know my perception all the time is i'm looking at these players and i feel like they can't be asked players like you know i know and they're not around anymore players like Felipe morais and uh marcus haber were the first that first ones at the club that i was like they don't care they'd here for a packet they don't care and in that and i just sing a lot then as well um but now, there's so, so many that I'm just like, you, if you care, you've got a really awful way of showing it. Because if you care, you put yourself about, you give everything on the pitch, and you come off at the end knackered. I don't want to see players jogging over to the East and go, giving us a clap and then jogging off. I want you to be too worn out, because that's how you show
1: us that you give a shit. Well, It feels like we're moving in that direction, doesn't it, over the last couple of games, so that's all for the good.
0: On the away days, you, you only get the hardcore, don't you? You don't mm. often get the casual. You only get you only really get the hardcore, which is why the atmosphere in an away end is always better than it is at way. And I, I I remember when I first started coming, we used to stand right near right near the middle, right in the thick of it, right really giving it, you know, singing along with everything and having a laugh. And we we've moved away from that because you know we're getting older, can't be asked of it. If the effort's on the pitch, the effort will be in the stands more.
1: Hmm. It doesn't take much to get people enthusiastic again, like. One good result, and we're all back on board. So,
0: I just signed up to go to fucking Carlisle. One good result literally can get people
2: doing it. I think. Remember, we've got over various points in the season quite a bit. We've been doing the um, like the school ticket initiatives. Yeah, and I know everyone's got their own opinions on it, but for me, I think it's gold. I think it's great because great. we're getting we're getting atmospheres in there, and a song like Dale Cavazi. Those kids are joining in, whether yeah. they're in the north or in the um, the family area at the end of the west. They're yeah. joining in, and, and do you know what? I one of my jobs on a match day is um, I we do like first time attendee certificates. Um, I've done a couple oh, oh. to adults, but they are majority for the kids. I found um, my daughter's
0: um, certificate the other day. The oh, day, nice!
2: You mention it. And um, so we're chatting. And I must have had five or six occasions this season where I'm walking either in normally main stand, sometimes the north. Someone will come up to me, whether it's a parent or the kid themselves, going, we loved it. We're coming back. Do you remember us when you gave us a certificate? And do you know what? That's absolute gold to me because yeah. it shows that the initiative is working because those people are coming back. They're buying tickets yeah. you know, because they love the atmosphere. They love it. Yeah, it helps if we're winning. But they're still coming back because this is at the period where we've been doing really tough. So they're still coming back anyway and that's the next generation that we need to yeah. to come in. And
1: Yeah, and that's the way you bump up your fan base a yeah. isn't it? You get them
2: hooked when they're young. Because yeah. like Nate quite rightly said, our, our fan base, our, our catchment area is full of Spurs, Arsenal, Luton, West Ham, you know, and, and that makes it difficult. And we're... There is the generational thing, but I think me and Jay are prime examples of our lads coming to games and our boys love the borough, you know, they, yeah, they follow a premiership team as well, but they absolutely love the borough and, and that's just come from years of them coming along. It helps when they come when the good times are on, but they'll still come. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's important for me is that we get that next generation through as well. we, we make it a good place for them to come. You know? It's, even I've still got the hump with Aaron about his score prediction on Saturday. He
3: was wrong, wasn't
2: he? I'm going to have oh. words. Yeah,
3: he was wrong.
2: We're going to wrap it up 10 minutes later than I said, let's wrap it up. So,
0: um, Carl, just for
2: coming on, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. It's, um, just keep supporting the lad. That's all we can do, good or bad. Because we don't want to be going down. We don't want to be going down because the ramifications of that for the club as a whole it's not just the fact of us playing in the conference. It's financially, you know. Yes, we get payments from the league or whatever it is. I don't know the details, but but the academy suffers, the foundation suffers. All that good work we've done over the last ten years really, really suffers when we go down. So I don't buy this thing of oh, it'd be great to be back in the conference, just so we can go to Barnet and, barn and Boreham Wood again. Nah, not for me. Because there's too many good people at the club that will lose their job as well, and that's. That's sad. We've got brilliant staff. And I know, again, people have their own opinions, but I've seen the other side of it and the amount of work that people do. And a lot of our volunteers as well, who do cracking work for the club, you know? And um, we just need to get behind and rebuild next season, hopefully with Steve Evans. So, rant over.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> j Pat.
2: <Jay-pack.
0: laughs> Cheers, let's have a score prediction for Friday. Start with Patrick. Two nil Stevenage. Love it, J. bird No, don't tell me he's crashed out just on a master Two nil Stevenage. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, he's returned. Carl, what you got?
2: Ah, uh, three one. Two, three.
0: What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> three, What's the shaky head for? <laughs> three one Stevenage. It's yeah. a three one. I think they'll score, but well, I think uh, we'll overdo them. I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go one one because
0: I just don't believe in us enough yet. I want to, but I can't. Not yet. If we win, by the way, if we win Friday, we're not losing a game all season. That's it.
2: And the third goal is going to be a Lufa Thunder Thunderblaster from outside the air as well, just to seal it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I might put money on Luther to score now.
2: <laughs> right. Luther getting sent off in the 51st minute. Yeah, you <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Thank you, everyone.
0: Uh, join us again next week when we talk through our romping wins against Rochdale and the the dead and buried Scunthorpe that we will be we will put be putting the final nail in the coffin. Anyway, cheers, have a lovely Easter boys, and uh see you next week. From it's well if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. An old track traffic
2: cracker in front of the strip.
0: What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet fish to me. I can see that.
1: I reckon TVC loves a McFurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch.
0: Do you reckon Macca loves a
1: Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist?
0: Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app